0: Can you guys hear us?
1: Look at this mic, it's so
0: nice. <laughs> Stop playing with it. Okay, you know this.
1: No, I'm good to go. Okay, shush, you're live. Welcome to the Pen High Press, where we talk about the highs and the lows with the pros. Hi, I'm Koklon.
0: And I'm Jamima, and we're your hosts. Last week, we chatted with James Maloney.
1: And we got to talk about career progression, mindset and leadership.
0: Let's get started then. Um, our first question is, what are you interested in doing in the future?
1: Wow, that's deep. Um, so one of my main passions is really like health and that kind of field, and trying to help others. That's one of my goals after school. Trying to get into, say, like trying to mix my passions for sports and footy, touch footy, NRL, and go to like the physiotherapy side, or if if everything goes to plan, try and get into medicine. Uh, I know that's hard and stuff, but
0: that's a good goal. Um, so. What steps are you putting in place to try and achieve that goal in the future?
1: So what I'm doing r- right now is I'm really passionate about mental health and that kind of aspect around around the school and around organisations such as Reach Out, Beyond Blue, Headspace. And that's sort of my point of difference and partnering with them and volunteering with them as an organisation helps me gain that experience which sets me apart in that sense. That That's why I've been trying to work on. I know last year, I was very fortunate enough to interview the CEO of Headspace, Mr. Jason Trithowan, so that was a huge honour, and trying to do extracurricular stuff uh, to just work my way and gain some experiences, which is key for all students listening, whatever you guys are passionate about, whatever you're interested, it's so, so important to go out there, ask questions, go to the professionals and just ask. Ask, send an email. That's something Ricky Rangro has said at our Pat, just to ask, send an email, and more than likely, they will respond. What about you, Miss Ducks? Where you? Hell! Oh, I know that you have a lot of interest in debating and stuff. I stop! Oh, my God. All uh, right, can you let me speak?
0: No, it's I'm going to talk. Okay, Um, what was your question? I don't know. I'm really confused about the future right now.
1: And so let's head over to see what James Maloney had to say.
0: Welcome, James Maloney. How's everything going?
2: I'm good, guys. How are you? Great, thanks. So
0: you made your NRL debut in your early 20s. Based on that, Zainab from Year 8 asks, did you always want to be an NRL player? And what made you finally, like, start realizing that you wanted to pursue NRL as a career and like start taking that seriously
2: yeah I, I did I suppose as a kid you always wanted to do it but it wasn't I wasn't a kid who played in all the representative sites coming coming through the grades so I finished school and I started a carpentry apprenticeship and I did that for two and a half years and when I first went down to Sydney, me and me and about five mates just drove down to the North Sydney Bears, opened tryouts and managed to get picked up there. And that's sort of where our, my sort of journey in Sydney started. And at that time, I'd just work as a apprentice carpenter and work for the day and then drive down in the afternoon to train. And from there, I, I got a contract with Parramatta. That's when I sort of, I continued to do the theory side of my apprenticeship. But from from then on, yeah, the, the working stopped and managed to continue on. In terms of when I took it seriously, I think as I spoke about earlier, when when I moved to New Zealand with with my wife and baby on the way, I think I think that was the point that it made it serious. For a couple of years before that, I was just playing in the reserve grade and sort of happy to do so. Just Having, having fun with the guys and probably not taking things as seriously as I could have. But I think once you, once you start realising that you need to either make a career out of it because you've got a family to support now or, or you need to throw in the towel and, and go, go back and, and start working, I think, I think that's what probably was the pivotal moment to me, sort of making sure I was taking everything seriously.
0: So you had a couple of things going on at once. What advice would you give to the people that don't really know what direction they want to head in and are a bit confused career-wise?
2: Yeah, look, I, I think you just need to find something you enjoy. I think there's so many people in the world that get up to jobs that that they hate every day. And I just, you know, I'm, I'm so fortunate and so lucky to say that, you know, I get up and play rugby league, which is something I've done since I was eight years old because I've loved it. And you know, obviously not everyone can be as fortunate to play a sport for a career and things like that. But I think along the same lines of thinking, if you're getting up every morning and doing something that you hate, I think you really gotta 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 change your outlook and find find out what what makes you happy, what gives you satisfaction at the end of the day and, and go and pursue that.
0: That makes a lot of sense and it's got me thinking about how I'm going to decide what I want to do eventually maybe. Um, and I'm probably going to base it off things like my passion, so the amount of debating that I do and level of debating that I do um, and like outside of school, a lot of volunteering and things like that.
1: Yeah, what kind of volunteering do you do?
0: Um, So within school, I'm obviously the social justice prefect and that has a lot of stuff that comes with it. So I get to work with a lot of like big groups um, like Blue Mountains Refugee Support Group. Um, And then outside of school, I'm part of like cultural groups that very often participate in volunteering. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And that brings it back to what James Maloney said regarding following your passions and following what you're keen about, like you and your cultural groups. And being part of social justice, I know you're keen and running a lot of events. What's yes. What's happening up next in social justice?
0: Um, so we're focused very much on pride next term, and also getting in a really big donation again for the refugee group because, um, especially with COVID, they need to restock on a lot of stuff because they don't just they just don't have the access to it, and they don't have as many donations going in. So yeah, if yep. you guys see social justice stuff going around, participate in it, please.
1: All uh, right, let's talk about the pandemic.
0: I can't believe that actually happened. Yeah, let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, it was actually crazy. A big shift. I know, like, everyone was checking the stats, like, constantly, 24-7. I was always sure. on on that website. What was that website?
0: I honestly can't remember. I've I just searched all up all coronavirus movies.
1: and it just kept coming up. It was the same website. And it was actually so different. Like, who would have thought that we we're ever going to go through homeschooling and everything? How was it for you?
0: Um, I'm not going to say that I loved it entirely. Dealing with, I think, the small things that everyone deal with, like having siblings yelling in the background when you were doing <laughs> a math exam or...
1: Yeah, that would suck. But in reality, we had it so much easier than everyone else. Uh, like, Australia was so much better off than other countries and I was sad because no footy, but um, <laughs> other people that's were okay. people, dying. W- yeah. we, we got footy in the end, so <laughs> I'm, I'm more than happy. What about you?
0: That's... Yeah, I would say that a lot of people had it easier, but that's not to say that it was easy for everyone here. I mean, like, I'm sure a lot of people in our school even would have to deal with genuine, like, hardship.
1: Genuine struggles. That was decent.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode from the Penrith Perception, a podcast made by the Penrith Selective High School Prefects and Multimedia Leaders. To support us and be notified when new episodes are released, feel free to follow us on Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at The Penrith Perception for more news and to provide feedback for our future segments. The Penrith Perception is mixed and edited by Geetha and Iman, produced by Kokelon and Jamima, and a special thanks to our guest speaker, James Maloney. Executive produced by Mr. Serato and Ms. Gardanis, hosted by Jemima and Kokelon, and graphic design by Sophia and Jesse and music by Dr. Saxlov. Period.